WFAM. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio. I'm John Klein. Democratic presidential hopeful Elizabeth Warren is standing by reports that rival Bernie Sanders said a woman could not beat President Trump. I hope Bernie reconsiders and turns his campaign in a different direction. The Massachusetts senator said the topic came up in December 2018 when the two met to discuss the next presidential election. Warren explains, I thought a woman could win. He disagreed. Sanders has rejected the report, calling it ludicrous, and said he thinks a woman could beat Trump in November. The Senate impeachment trial of President Trump could start soon. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is meeting with Democrats this morning to talk about sending the two articles of impeachment to the Senate. The House voted to impeach Trump last month, but Pelosi held off on sending the matter to the GOP-controlled Senate in an effort to get lawmakers to agree to subpoena witnesses. A four-year-old Iowa girl is now blind from the flu. Jay DeLucia's family says she nearly died when she contracted the flu last month. She was rushed to the hospital with a dangerously high fever and her eyes rolling to the back of her head. NBC's Dr. John Torres says Jade spent over two weeks in the ICU. Much of that in a coma. She developed a disease called encephalopathy, a swelling of the brain that caused her to lose her vision. Doctors telling Amanda they won't know if her vision loss is permanent for up to six months. The last flu vaccine she had was in March, and her parents thought that'd be enough. But now they're urging other families to heed CDC warnings to get children vaccinated in the fall. The CDC says children are being hit especially hard with life-threatening symptoms this flu season. And authorities in the Philippines say a volcano that's been spewing ash and lava since Sunday could erupt. Officials warn that the falling ash could cause breathing problems for people. The tall volcano is about 37 miles south of the capital, Manila. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Dairy Farms Cheese Plants, the beautiful Alps, will all be part of our farm tour to Germany and Austria August 3rd through the 11th. Come on along with me, Bob Bosold, as we visit also Neuschwanstein and other European castles. See the Glockenspiels and Hofbrauhaus in Munich. Visit the salt mines of Salzburg, the home of Mozart and the Sound of Music. We'll also go to Berchtesgarten, Hitler's Eagle's Nest, and to Dachau, the concentration camp. And we'll top it all off with a day in Oberammergau for their world-famous passion play. Call Holiday Vacations to get on the trip, 1-800-826. 2266. At Menominee Street Dental of Eau Claire, the most important smile to us is yours. At Menominee Street Dental, we are looking to the future. We are redesigning our practice with your comfort and privacy in mind. It's a big project, but when it's completed, our new clinic will allow us to treat you with new dental technology that is efficient and as pain-free as possible. Come on in and take a look around. I think you'll like the changes because we planned everything with our patients in mind. I'm Dr. Derek, inviting you to explore the future of dental care at Menominee Street Dental today. Menominee Street Dental, online at M. MSDSmile.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Rural just like I love it. Scott doing the morning chores with you. 29 degrees here in Eau Claire this morning. La Crosse has 32. Marshfield's at 27. Green Bay has 29. Rice Lake 33. Wausau is at 26. Madison is at 31. And Milwaukee is at 35. Up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 28 degrees. Well, some snow and light misting are making travel conditions somewhat tricky in some areas this morning, but the forecast has us drying out as the day progresses. Don't get too used to that, though. 
More light snow is expected tomorrow. Today we're looking at a high of 31 with a low of 12. Tomorrow a high of 26 with a low of 2 below. And Thursday a high of 11 with a low of 5 below. It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 30th Annual Midwest Farm Show January 14th and 15th at the Rice Lake Cedar Mall. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin's oldest tradition. The 30th Annual Midwest Farm Show, January 14th and 15th, with free admission from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Rice Lake Cedar Mall. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Have you got all your cropping plans laid out for 2020? Probably not. Let's help you. Let's talk about SBNB Foods growing food grade soybeans. Troy Barrett is at the Identity Ag Processing Plant in Bloomer. And Troy, Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year, Bob. Hopefully, it's a better growing year than we had in 2019. And let's talk about food grade soybeans. First of all, from the buyers around the country, around the world, actually, what are you seeing as far as interest in food grade soybeans? Buyers want more, more, more. They love the beans that we raise out here in the northern climate and specifically Wisconsin beans. They they just love the quality we have out here because our growers do a fantastic job. So as far as uh, the growers, what does that mean? Are you looking for more acres? Have you got more varieties available for our different uh, soil mediums, different growing climates? What's it look like for 2020 as far as acres and varieties? We've got, because they want more beans, they're willing to pay more, so we've got uh, more varieties that will fit different growing areas. We're down from 2.0 to a 0.3 maturity group and everything in between. And, uh, and the buyers are, are really wanting more beans, so they've uh, upped the ante a little bit for us. So what do you mean by more premiums? Can we lock that in at contract time or when we bring the beans in? How does this all work? Our pricing is super flexible. It's the most flexible one out there. So whenever you sign a contract with me, you can price some beans, and you have until the following year to price the rest of them. If you want to wait that long, you can certainly do that. If you'd like to ride it out and see how the tariffs play out or whatever. But, uh, yeah, ours is super flexible. But for the most part, tariffs don't play a part in, in what you're doing because this is going to food-grade soybeans in Hong Kong and Singapore and every place else. Yeah, the tariffs don't, yeah, it hasn't stopped our shipping at all, but it just plays a part in the overall price of the of the soybean. That's the word rolling. That's where it only bothers us, but yeah, that hasn't stopped our shipping uh, one single bit. All right, well, we're still a ways away from planting in our part of the country, but it's not too soon to contact you and talk about these contracts, how it works, and how it may fit into a farmer's overall cropping plan, is it? Yeah, now's the time to do it, because uh, there's discounts for buying seed now. Uh, there's some varieties you have to buy through us, so there's a nice 10% discount if you if you want to get the deal done now, and you can lock some prices in, too, if you want to do that now, too. So now's a great time to do it. And there are going to be a lot more acres this year than there were in 2019, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And we're hoping up that by 10,000 acres, which is a, a nice big jump. But So I need everybody's help to do it. And you're going to be available. You're available to come to the farmer if they want to come to the plant and bloomer and see the plant, because you made some changes there, too, haven't you? We added on. We wanted to make it easier for the growers to unload so they can get in and out faster. So we put a new loadout so containers, when they're being loaded, are in a different area. So when the farmer delivers, they can just come, get tested, dump, and go home and get another load. Take their check, and away they go. Yeah, you bet. All right. So get a hold of Troy. Troy, what's the best way to get a hold of you? 
Call me a bloomer. I'm always here. Uh, 568-1480. So get it done. Growing food-grade soybeans with SB&B Foods and Identity Ag Processing in Bloomer. Troy Barents, the man to call. 568-1480. Hi. Goldfish. And I've got a New Year's resolution you can do in one minute. No, we can't help you lose all those pounds. And to take that dream vacation will definitely be more than a minute. But the one thing you can do is pick up that phone and contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home analysis. Just one minute can get you on the path to the best water. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to Gibson's Water Care. Happy New Year. Gibson's Water Care. We make water a good for life. It's the start of something new sales event. Get a fresh start at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Hurry in for deals on select new 2019 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Classics. Up to $10,000 in discounts. Get a fresh start during the Start Something New sales event. Now at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. 404 East Division Street or online. GrossAuto.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's nine minutes past five here on the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a first look at the day's markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 112 to 125 and three quarters with mixed 103 to 111. Fed beef heifers at 113 to 124 and a half with mixed 80 to 113 and a half. Fed Holstein steers at 85 to 93. Select and choice 50 to 84 and three quarters. Cows are at 35 to 70. Bulls 40 to 85. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 30. Sows 15 to 18. And boars 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 140 to 175. And feeder lambs are at 120 to 255. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February are at 126.55, down 87 cents. April, 127.52, down 42. June, 119.50, down 27. And August, 117.10, down 17. Feeder cattle for January are at 146.02, down $1.57. March, 145.85, down 160. April, 148.80, down 125. May 150.20 down a dollar, and August 155.52 down 77 cents. Lean hogs for February are at 65.90 down a dollar 35. April 73.37 down 75 cents. May 79.72 down a dollar, and June 85.47 down 70. On the dairy side of things. Cheese barrels ended the day yesterday up a half at 152 and three quarters. 40 pound blocks were steady at 187, and grade AA butter was down five at 187. On the class three futures, January is at, is down two at 1701. February down eight at 1690. March down two at 1729. April down four at 1728. And the prices are mixed through the rest of 2020. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Farmers looking for highly efficient grain drills that are built to last need to look no further than Great Plains. Great Plains, still the industry leader in grain drill business. Founded on its grain drill innovation in 1976, Great Plains offers more models, options, and features than the competition. Call or stop by Lindstrom Equipment or Chili Implement today to see the latest in Great Plains drills. Great Plains, harvest starts here. There's a new evolution in Gale Skid Loaders, the R-Series. These full-sized radial lift powerhouses are the result of 40 years of skid loader design and manufacturing. Gale R-Series skid loaders can lift up to 2,600 pounds over 10 feet in the air. Amped up auxiliary hydraulic systems power an array of attachments, and the new innovative cab design offers unsurpassed comfort. With the new Gale R-Series skid loaders, you can move more material, engage more ground, and get more work done in less time. Call Chili Implement or Lindstrom Equipment today. Gale. Driven since 1859. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 29 degrees as we continue with the morning chores here on the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. A little look at the morning news. Upper Midwest corn and soybean growers growers will be resurveyed in the spring to determine the final numbers where the corn harvest is concerned. Growers in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, North Dakota, and South Dakota who previously told the U.S. Department of Agriculture that they had unharvested corn and soybeans will be contacted by the department's National Agricultural Statistics Service in the spring to update figures released on January 10th. Estimates of grain stocks also will be revised in the spring, along with acreages harvested, yields, and production. Vita Plus at Loyal, one of the dependable central Wisconsin farm suppliers, and Diane Beals is with us to talk about Vita Plus. And Diane, I guess I'll ask you to do just that. Tell us more about Vita Plus as far as the products and services and territory covered that uh, you help out so many farmers with. Well, here at Vita Plus, we offer a full line of services. We have fertilizer, seed, chemicals, custom applications, grain facilities, trucking, as well as feed business here. And how big a territory will you cover? You've got a pretty big facility there, so you can handle an awful lot of product. Well, the fertilizer, seed, and chemical side, we cover a lot of Jackson, Clark, Wood, and Marathon County. And for the feed side, we cover a lot larger area than that, as well as the trucking. And, of course, uh, that's a lot of uh, hay ground. And X alfalfa is one of the lines that you carry. How long has Vita Plus been carrying the X line? And what's been the reaction from the farmers as far as planting X and having it work with their cows? We've been carrying it for approximately five years now. Uh, the growth that it's been coming through has been tremendous. The overwintering capabilities, granted, we did have a very tough year this last year, along with everybody else who had hay in the ground. But overall, the overwintering is great. The quality is great. The quickness of how fast it grows back and the leafiness has been tremendous for our growers here. 
And I would assume you've got plenty of product for the needs of uh, replanting this spring of Alpharex? Absolutely. The supply is looking really good for us at this time frame. And that's good news. So for your Alpharex needs and other farm inputs in central Wisconsin, it's Vita Plus Ed Loyal, another one of those Alpharex dealers. Being a cooperative member has its rewards. Egg Country Farm Credit Services is pleased to announce that we are paying out $60 million in cash dividends to our member owners. These dollars are going to all those that help build and maintain our strong cooperative while being reinvested into family farming operations and rural communities. To find out how you can earn a cash dividend, contact your local Egg Country office today. Egg Country Farm Credit Services, serving agriculture and rural America. Here at Courtesy Auto and Truck, we are your lease experts. Hi, this is Scott Eisold from the all-new Courtesy Ford, and my staff and I have been leasing our personal vehicles for years, and we can tell you all the pros and cons you need to consider when looking at a lease, because the cheapest payment does not always mean it's the best answer for your leasing needs. Even if your last lease wasn't from us, come talk to the experts and experience what Courtesy for a Lifetime is all about. Easy to find just off Highway 29 in Thorpe and at courtesyforalifetime.com. See you soon. Can you hear a smile? Let's test it out. I'm smiling now. I'm not smiling now. Smiling, not smiling. You can hear it, right? It's amazing how a smile changes your voice and even how you feel. Okay, your turn. Big smile. Smiling releases dopamine and serotonin to make you happier and boost your immune system. And you can do it anywhere. So smile big, smile often, and take a small step toward gaining control of your health. Advent Health. Feel whole. Chippewa Valley Bean near Menominee is looking for new kidney bean growers. They're offering an increased price for 2020 along with great cash incentives for quality yield and irrigated acres as well as a freight support payment to help haul your crop. Contract with Chippewa Valley Bean and get the best pricing for your kidney beans. And if you'd like to grow with a family-run operation, call Charles today. 715-664-8342. That's 715-664-8342. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Eighteen minutes past five here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As we continue with the morning chores. A little more farm news as officials from China and the United States prepare to sign phase one of a new trade deal tomorrow. China has announced that it's suspending plans to implement a nationwide 10% ethanol blend in gasoline used there. Reports say the decision will create a big decline in China's biofuel production, which in turn could reduce that nation's need for U.S. ethanol imports. China has been expected to increase American corn-based ethanol imports after the recent announcement that the Phase 1 trade deal had been reached. Again, we're expecting that trade deal to probably be signed tomorrow in Washington, D.C. We know President Trump is going to be in Milwaukee tonight uh, for one of his rallies, and I assume he'll be there in plenty of time tomorrow to meet with the Chinese vice premier and uh, sign that deal if it's to be signed. A reminder, if you haven't gotten outside yet, things are a little tricky in some spots around the countryside. And it, as I'll repeat myself, and that's a pun, because I'm going to say it's Groundhog Day in January. 
if you experienced weather-related travel woes yesterday, you might have the same woes today. Yesterday and today are very, very much alike where the roads and sidewalks and parking lots and our farmyards are concerned. So be careful out there. 29 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 32. Marshfield's at 27. Green Bay, 29. Rice Lake's at 33. Wausau is 26. Madison is at 31. Milwaukee, 35. And my beautiful weather reporter on Iman Ridge says it's 28 degrees there. Well, it's a lot cooler. It's January, after all, than it was one day in 1988 during the drought season. I'll tell you a little story about that right now. As I keep saying, I've been around the agricultural journalism world for quite a long time, and one of my favorite stories to tell was during the 1988 drought. I was standing in the hand, in a field at the Hancock UW Ag Research Station talking with Donna Shalala, who then was chancellor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Terribly hot day, and a gust of wind caught water from a center pivot irrigator and drenched her right in front of me. Me, having the chance to step back, didn't get wet at all. I didn't get wet at all. Donna has never let me live that down. That was one irrigation trend. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, and there are some serious irrigation trends out there, though, to talk about, Josh. <laughs> yes, there are, Scott. I didn't know where you were going for that with that story for a second, but it's <laughs> fruition. So, but uh, yes, there are some serious irrigation trends out there. And after last year and all of the rain, irrigation probably isn't at the top of a lot of farmers' minds. But think back to 2012. Weather trends can shift, so being ready is very important. And being prepared and looking to improve irrigation systems are. F- are a few of the ways that the Irrigation Association can help. Looking back on different years throughout agriculture gives you different insights into what was happening. In 2019, it was a year of water. There was more than enough water to go around, and any time rain was in the forecast, you could almost hear an audible groan across the state from farmers. But when looking farther back, 2012 was a year of drought, and irrigation systems had to be different. I talked with John Farner, who is the Government and Public Affairs Director at the Irrigation Association, about how trends have changed in irrigation and how this year is going to impact future trends. John first started by telling me what the Irrigation Association does. First of all, thanks for having me. Uh, The Irrigation Association is a national trade association with a mission of promoting efficient irrigation. We're made up of manufacturers, dealers, distributors, consultants, designers, everything irrigation. So we help growers maximize their productivity out of uh, the water they use on their crops through education, advocacy, and certification. In 2018, the USDA did a irrigation and water management survey. Tell me about what that is kind of looking to get at, and then what are you? What were some of the findings? Yeah, so we're really excited about this. This survey is done every five years. 
So the last survey, it's an extension of the National Ag Census run by the National Ag Statistics Service with the USDA. Run every five years, so the last one was in 2013. So it's 2018 results. So we come through the data looking at trends, and really what this data tells us is where irrigation is occurring, how much water is being used, what technologies are being used, and how farmers make their decisions on what to invest in and when and how and why and where to irrigate based on their crops. What were some of the results you maybe saw in the Midwest area? Mid, we're seeing an increased amount of acreage, acres in the irrigation. I think the drought of 2012 throughout the central part of the United States really opened farmers' eyes. And it's kind of... It's unique in that this year it's a very wet year. In 2012, 2013, it's a very dry year, the point where farmers were seeking disaster assistance based on their loss of crops due to the drought. What irrigation can do is provide a, an insurance plan, really, to say if, if rain does not happen you, and you have a water source, you can irrigate and manage your crop appropriately and still get the yield even if the rainfall does not occur. So we're seeing an increased amount of acres in that area, irrigated acres, throughout Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, as opposed to five years ago. So looking five years into the future, how is 2019 maybe going to be impacting things? Because we had a wet year this year. Yeah, so 2019 is a very wet year. And I think farmers are experiencing the complete opposite. What we need to do is look at it as a whole. And that we're going to have very wet years, more wet than years past. We're going to have very dry years. Drought will occur again. And farmers have a lot of challenges ahead of them. And we as the irrigation industry need to help give the tools and innovations and technologies available to help farmers maximize their investment through managing an increased amount of water or drought. So we need to plan for everything. That's what that's what these past two surveys are telling us. When you're looking at those results and maybe some of those ways that you're looking to help farmers, what else are you seeing as trends right now in irrigation? Uh, we're seeing an increase uh, implementation of efficient technologies. We're seeing farmers use services more when it comes to irrigation planning and how, when, why and where to irrigate. So in years past, an increased amount of farmers have just said, you know what, I'm going to just irrigate based on how my dad did it or how my grandfather did it, or I'm going to irrigate based on when my neighbors are going to irrigate. What we're seeing now is more farmers are using tools available to them, both from the private sector as well as the United States and state governments to help them plan uh, for their irrigation management. So has the precision technology been something that's really helped to improve the irrigation technologies as well? Absolutely. And what we're seeing, one of the greatest uh, pieces of data that we're seeing in this survey is about crops and about the increased productivity we have of the crops. We're using less water now than five years ago, but we're getting more crops out of that less water. And that's, that is because farmers are doing better jobs of both managing the irrigation, but also implementing new and innovative irrigation technologies. So whether it's going from flooding your field to a center pivot or to drip irrigation through pressurized irrigation, or you are scheduling your irrigation differently. There are ways that we are looking at increasing the productivity. And for a crop like corn for grain, which is a highly irrigated crop in the United States, in 2013, there was 13.2 million acres irrigated. In 2018, there's 11.6 million acres irrigated. Okay. In 2013, our average was 196 bushels per irrigated acre. In 2018, that jumped to 2010 bushels. So that just goes to show, even though we're using less water, uh, 
um, less land, we're getting more yield out of what we're doing, which means that we are increasing productivity, which is going to be the key to meet the needs of our society when it comes to what farmers are producing. And when you're talking about some of those trends, one of the things I'm kind of interested in is we brought up how 2019 was a wet year, and so you guys are looking for ways to help not only during those dry years, but also help during those wet years. What are some of those technologies that you're helping implement for those wet years? Uh, we are looking at uh, how to manage water on farm. So whether it's how you irrigate or how you capture water, you know, really applying state and local laws, but how we're not wasting water. So listen, this year was a very wet year, and there's only so much you can do with that amount of water. So it's up to us from the industry side, as well as farmers and governments, to help manage that water, whether it's a really wet year, to make sure that we are capturing that water appropriately, we're recharging our groundwater sources, we're putting it back into the environment, it's just not going to waste. But with that said, there's also much you can do when you have the amount of water we've seen over this past year. So we're trying to, we're trying to work very carefully on that because our dry years are going to be ahead. So we need to make sure that we are ready for them with the water we have right now. And one of the things that it sounds like you guys are looking to do to help with that is this Irrigation Innovation Consortium. Tell me about that. That is a partnership that the Irrigation Association spearheaded along with five land-grant universities throughout the United States. So we partner with uh, University of Nebraska at Lincoln, Kansas State, Texas A&M, Fresno State, and Colorado State University. And what we're doing here is really looking at having industry drive innovation and research to transfer that technology over to farmers. So we're looking at the Internet of, Internet of Things, IoT, this big data and how irrigation management is taking advantage of big data. We're looking at dr use of drones in irrigation management technology. We're looking at the use of cell phones and control systems for irrigation technology. All these new innovations that are out there where industry is looking for holes or where we need to fill in some blanks and how we can transfer that over to farmers. That is going to be key is to making sure farmers have access to these innovations that are spearheaded by this consortium. It sounds like there's a lot to come regarding all of this. If people are looking for more information about your organization or about some of these new emerging technologies that are going to be coming up in the next couple of years, where should they be going? So irrigation.org is our website. Very simple, irrigation.org. Thank you so much, John, for sharing all that information regarding the different irrigation trends that have happened over the last five years and giving some insight into what might be happening in the next five years based on how 2019 was. Once again, that was John Farner, the Government and Public Affairs Director at the Irrigation Association. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. Hi, this is Pete. Come see the premium Legend enclosed trailers at Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. The owner of Legend was fed up with poorly built enclosed trailers at his dealership. He decided to build his own and do it right. Legend is adamantly dedicated to superb workmanship and it shows. Call us at 715-234-1993. Take a look at Pete'sTrailerSales.com and then come see Legend for yourself. I've been working at Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin for a number of years, and I've watched our employees and our inventory expand. We have a trailer to fill almost any need, and our sales staff enjoys helping you match your trailer with your needs. Whether you're hauling dirt, equipment, toys, tools, or even your prized antique tractor, 
we've got the right trailer for you. Give us a call, 715-234-1993, or visit our website, Pete'sTrailerSales.com. See Courtney run. See Chuck jump. See John dance. See Randy smile. See the team at Gros Chevrolet, Buick GMC, and Black River Falls and receive $50 for taking a vehicle for a test drive. That's right. Gros Chevrolet, Buick GMC of Black River Falls will give you $50 for a test drive. Plus, 0% financing on fine new roads, Chevrolet, Silverado, LD Cruze. It couldn't be easier. First, go to their website at grossauto.com and pick out a vehicle. Second, schedule a test drive. And third, Test drive the vehicle and get your $50. It is that easy. They have over 250 vehicles in Black River Falls available to test drive. See happy people, see happy people driving. See Gross Chevrolet Buick GMC of Black River Falls. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And continuing with the chores on the Midwest Farm Report at 5.33 a.m., let's look at some of the local news. The sheriff in Chippewa County says he didn't fully communicate with neighbors in New Auburn last fall about a sex offender who was placed in the community. Sheriff Jim Kowalczyk last night told neighbors that mistakes were made ahead of David Hager's placement in a home in New Auburn. But the sheriff said his office is making sure the community is safe. The sheriff said Hager, who spent time in prison for abusing children, can't leave his home without a chaperone and is under almost constant surveillance. A man is dead and two others were taken to the hospital after a crash in Barron County. It happened just before 1 p.m. yesterday near Chatech. The Wisconsin State Patrol officials say a Ford Escape hit a semi-truck. The passenger in the Escape is the one who died. Two other people in the same vehicle were hurt. Troopers say they're looking to see if alcohol played a role in the crash. The court fight over Wisconsin's voter purge case is not going to the state Supreme Court, at least not yet. Justices yesterday were deadlocked, 3-3, to about whether to hear the case that could force more than 300, or rather 200,000 voters in the state to re-register. That decision not to take the court case means an appeals court in Madison will have to rule first. Liberal judges on the high court worry that whatever they eventually order might not come in enough time to be implemented before the November election. And the man from Ladysmith who scammed a Chippewa County woman out of more than $100,000 in cars, watches, and cell phones is looking at a few months behind bars. A judge in Chippewa Falls yesterday sentenced Andrew Conklin to eight months in jail and five years probation for embezzlement. Conklin pleaded guilty last week. Police said he conned the woman into signing for cars, opening credit cards, and spending thousands on electronics and jewelry that he was supposed to sell. Well, like I keep saying, Groundhog Day, that's a pun, folks. I keep saying it. Yesterday it was snowy when we woke up and got rolling on the roads in the morning. And it was just about the same conditions for me this morning. And 
let's go over to Skywarn 13 to see if Kelly's there to tell us whether we're going to see some more of the same tomorrow. Yeah, looks like it. We've got another bout of some snow tomorrow morning. So it's uh, many of these the fast-moving systems that have been moving through. We obviously had the one yesterday, one uh, last night. Uh, quiet today, but another one looks like this will be coming a little bit later. It'll be affecting the morning hours, it looks like, uh, uh, after the sun comes up, uh, starting to move in, and then probably into the early afternoon hours. And it's going to be one of those quick one to two inches of snow, kind of like what we've seen over the past uh, couple of snow events. A bigger storm, though, we'll be watching going into the upcoming uh, later part of the week, into the weekend. That will be bringing us a little bit more opportunity for more significant snow, talking about six inches plus. And it looks like this one's going to be affecting much of the state. Otherwise, for us today, we do have a a little bit of light mist out there with the fresh coating of two inches of snow that I measured here at the station. Expecting the temperature to pretty much hold steady. 31 expected this afternoon. Tonight we'll look at mostly cloudy skies. A little bit colder down to 15. Tomorrow we will see that snow likely, especially from the morning into the early afternoon hours, dumping another one to two inches of snow. High of 29. Much colder on Thursday, partly cloudy 11. Then we've got that snowmaker moving in. Looks like Friday afternoon, Friday night into early Saturday. Temperatures in the mid-20s. Right now in Eau Claire, we have uh, cloudy skies with a little bit of mist. Temperature at 30. I'm Sky 13 meteorologist Kelly Slipka. Thanks for that, Kelly. And I guess all we can do is embrace winter, can't we? That's right. You know, we've had the uh, periodic snows. Occasionally got a little bit too warm. We had that crust for a while. Didn't really be able to enjoy it. But now with this fresh coating, and it looks like with the more significant snow toward the end of the week, this weekend looks pretty good to do uh, some snow events. And it also will insulate that soil for alfalfa and other forages. There you go. All right, that's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 with the weather report. Thank you, Kelly. And it's, as Kelly said, 30 degrees here in Eau Claire. As we cover the news in agriculture, we put lots of miles on our wax farm truck, and riding with us on the truck are lots of great supporters of our farmers. Folks like Elk Mound Seeds, in business since 1940 for all your farm seed needs. And there's also RZ Builders of Loyal for all your farm, home, and business building needs. And for your financial needs, we ride with the Citizen State Bank of Loyal with branches in Nielsville, Grant, and Spencer, and Marshfield, financing Wisconsin's agriculture. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 with the Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Let's go over to the Equity Baron Barn where Amber's going to tell us about the latest sale there. Call cows, the top 20% sold from 47.50 to 53.50, topping out at 56.50, 60% sold from 33.50 to 46.50, and the bottom 20% sold from 27 and down. Call bulls selling from 55 to 71, quality Holstein bull calves sold from 40 to 102.50, topping out at 107.50, quality Holstein heifer calves sold from 25 and down, light and poor quality calves sold from 30 and down. Our next sale is Wednesday, January 15th. Reminder, we also have a small animal and sheep and goat sale on Saturday, January 18th at 10 a.m. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Uh, continuing with the Midwest Farm Report as I take a nice sip of that wonderful coffee from Revolution, that coffee shop down in Black River Falls. Great food and great coffees down at Revolution. Get there if you haven't been there. Great relaxing place. Just a place just to take a load off for a while and have a cup of coffee, some good food, and even some wine that they have there. Let's go over to the Equity Sparta Barn to hear the latest from Rod Knutson, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry over at Stratford Equity. The slaughter come mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 48 to 58. We topped at 60, 60% of the cows at 40 to 48 and 20% of the cows at 40 and down. Our organic cow market today, our top cows selling from 65 up to 76 and a half cents a pound. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls at 65 to 75 with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 65 and down. On the fed cattle market, uh, the fed cattle market steady with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers $1.17 to $1.23. Select the choice beef steers and heifers $1.08 to $1.16. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at $94 to $1. Your choice overnight Holstein steers $85 to $90. Your choice Holstein $75 to $85 with your standard select steers and heifers at $75 and down. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at 40 to 90. Choice Holstein heifer calves at 10 to 30. And the good beef type calves at a dollar to a dollar 95 a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, January 16th, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle starting at noon and feeder cattle at 1230. Thank you, Rod. That's Rod Knutson over the Equity Sparta Barn. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from the Stratford Equity Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Did you get another little couple inches of snow over there or not? Well, Scott, good morning to you. Yes, we did. And if I don't sound too excited, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Yeah, we did. We had, uh, uh, like I said, probably another couple inches doing a little shoveling this morning. But uh, one, uh, one thing uh, for you folks uh, that have not ventured out yet, and Scott, you can probably attest to this, there is. Some little, when I was out before, there was some little stuff coming down, uh, kind of half-freezing junk. So just be yep. careful on the roads until things get cleaned off a little bit. But uh, I'm thinking today, maybe if it warms up enough, maybe we'll get the, the main roads back down to the pavement. But uh, side roads, yep. of course, are going to be a while. But uh, So do be careful this morning because there is some little stuff coming down. I don't know. It's just uh, kind of on the way out, I guess, here. But uh, well, I guess... Uh, I, Interesting week with the weather forecast. Absolutely. One thing about there being out on those roads, I always go back to my oldest brother, John. Every time in my life I have ever backed a tractor up to a wagon for him to hook on, in my youth, he would yell, idle her down. And that's what we have to do out on the road. It didn't matter how slowly I was backing up, by the way. He would yell, idle her down. That's yeah, well, everybody who passes me on the road. And me too. I want to say idle it down. That's that's the way. Yeah. Well, when you're talking about your brother, he didn't probably have the greatest trust in your driving skills, huh? Apparently not. Apparently not. I don't know why that was. Well, the fact (laughs) might have been that I was having a hard time yet still being able to reach the clutch on the Super M. So there was that, Uh, I suppose. Oh yeah. Well, those are great tractors, but that brings (laughs) back a lot of a lot of good memories anyway. But that was. uh, that was just a couple of years ago, though, wasn't it, Scott? Well, uh, let's go. Ah, how's the market going, Jerry? 
<laughs> we better do that. Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford, a very busy Monday to open up the week yesterday. On the car market, uh, higher-yielding, fresher utility-type cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 46 to 56. Extreme top on the car market yesterday did reach 59. Uh, most of the cows yesterday, your Taylor and Cutter cows, your average dairy cows, they are selling from 30 to 45. And these thinner player cows, quite sharply discounted, $30 and below. On the bull trade to open up the week, mostly from 50, 55 to 75 on your better quality bulls, lightweight bulls, 50 and back. Fat cattle trade, your choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 78 to 88. Select grading cattle under finished steers, uh, those are 76 and below. On the calf market yesterday, we did see some strength in the Holstein bull calves. And again, uh, we do see the Monday auction continues to be the strongest of all the auctions during the week. Yesterday, those 85, 230-pound Holstein bull calves were selling from 40 to 120. A lot of good quality bull calves yesterday from 120 to a top of 135. Heifer calves uh, continues to be a tough sell on those heifer calves, $40 and below on those. Beef calves very strong yesterday, 125 to 300, and we did have those black beef calves up to 345 on yesterday's sale. Well, that was a kind of a summary from yesterday, so now we will get into today's auction here in Stratford. That will start at 11 o'clock this morning with the market auction today. Uh, dairy sale will be, our next dairy sale here in Stratford will be next Tuesday, the 21st. Also, our next hay sale will be next Tuesday. And just uh, make a mental note, folks, if you uh, uh looking for hay, we already have uh, some small squares consigned for that sale next week. I know a lot of folks uh, that got uh, small animals, horses, etc. are looking for small squares, so put this on your calendar next week. We already have small squares consigned for that sale one week from today. And don't forget, tomorrow auction will be featuring the feeder cattle sale. That'll be a noontime start here at Equity Stratford. So, folks, all this is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, or you can call us here, 715-687-4101. Scott, that's all we have this morning. Again, folks, drive careful. And, uh, Scott, I was listening to you just a couple minutes ago. You can get back to your wine this morning. Is that what you're having instead of coffee? <laughs> well, I'm having my coffee from <laughs> from the uh, uh, Revolution shop in in Black River Falls, but uh, wine will come later, maybe. Yeah. They have yeah, if you get wine. off the air about maybe five after, huh? That's true. <laughs> That's true. At midday, you know. All right, Jerry. We'll talk, we'll to, you talk tomorrow. to you tomorrow. All right. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Start the new year with confidence in the most advanced SUV brand ever. It's the Start Something New Jeep sales event at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Select 2020 Cherokees, $2,250 in discounts and $750 bonus cash. Or select 2020 Compasses, $3,250 in discounts, $750 bonus cash. It's the Start Something New Jeep sales event now at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer, 404 East Division Street or online, grossauto.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 14 minutes as we start turning toward the milk house with the Midwest Farm Report. We have Michelle on from Tureen Livestock over at Thorpe. And Michelle, I, I always understood that you were a lover of warm weather, but even you are finding ways to embrace the snow, aren't you? No, sure. I don't know what's better. I the the days of getting just a couple of inches of snow every day, or just one good snowstorm and getting it over with. 
is this kind of lingering, you know? See, I'm a person who likes both. I like a good old blizzard once uh, once or twice a year so that you have to kind of hunker down and uh, hopefully you don't have pigs farrowing or anything when that happens, which has been known to happen yeah, right. at my farm. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, I don't mind this every couple of days a little bit. Same way with rain in the summer. Yeah. I mean, give me a little rain once in a while. I don't need a big storm. But no, I don't like the big storms for yeah. rain. Yeah. 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 It just so. gets a little old shoveling the snow every every couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Well, find people for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, right? Right. How's it going over there with the market, Michelle? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up this up from Monday, January 13th at Tarim Livestock Market. In the Spotica Market, we capped at 56 with a consignment by R&D Farms of Conrad. 84% of the cows sold from 36 and above. Market cows were 46 to 55. Low-yielding cows, 36 to 45. Thin and weak cows, 35 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 78 to 90. Select for 76 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice 87 to 108. Select for 82 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 56 to 72 with the utilities at 55 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Olsen bull calves sold from 35 to $90 per head. We tapped at 95 with the consignment by Hungry Acre Farms of Chippewa Falls. Lighter and lower quality calves, $15 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $50 per head. Beef calves, 70 to 230 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 31 to 44. Sows, 24 to 30. Boars were 10 and down. Our next sale will be tomorrow, the 15th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 25 hogs. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call to market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmstork.com. For all of us at True Livestock, your family owned and operated market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle. And your assignment, if there is such a thing, is to enjoy the snow and report to us when we talk to you on Thursday about how much you enjoyed it. I'll do that. I'll do that. All right. Thank you, Michelle. We'll talk to you Thursday. Take care. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. If you're looking for a great-paying part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. Apply today at 2020census.gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And getting close to the milk house with the morning chores here on Wax 104.5 at 10 minutes before 6. Let's have a look at some of the lo- uh, at some of the markets on the grains futures. March corn is at 389, that's steady. March oats also steady at 311. March soybeans down 3 at 932. March soybean meal down 20, or rather up 20 cents a ton at $304 even. And March wheat down two at 560. The country elevator prices, gold and plump is at 368 for its corn. 
The Countryside Co-op elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek all are at three fifty-four for corn, eight sixty-nine for soybeans. The Countryside elevator at Osseo is at three fifty-eight for corn, eight sixty-nine for beans. Stevens Point is eight fifty-one for beans. Elk Mound is at three sixty-four for corn, eight seventy-one for beans. Sparta is at three fifty for corn, eight forty-nine for beans, and Ellsworth three forty-six on corn, eight sixty-nine for beans. The ethanol plants <coughs> uh, for corn at Boyceville is at three seventy-seven. Stanley is at three seventy-three, and New Richmond is at three sixty-nine. Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. The corn prices are three fifty-five. And beans are quoted at eight seventy-seven. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday up a half at one fifty-two and three quarters. Forty-pound blocks were steady at one eighty-seven, and grade double A butter down five at one eighty-seven. On the class three milk futures, January is down two at seventeen oh one. February down eight at sixteen ninety. March down two at seventeen twenty-nine. And April down four at seventeen twenty-eight. Those prices are mixed through twenty twenty. The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. You want assurance that your home, farm, and family has the coverage and protection it needs to get through whatever life sends its way. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance offers insurance for your farm, home, seasonal, and now your local mutual insurance leader for service and stability offers coverage for your auto. McMillan Warner has been protecting your property for over 120 years, and now you can get that same peace of mind coverage with your auto insurance. To find out more, go to McMillan warner.com and search for an agent near you when you're in for improving your energy efficiency wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings focus on energy partners with wisconsin utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen get started today call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more that's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And getting into the milk house with this morning's Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Have to remind you that Thursday, coming up on Thursday, don't forget that 2020 Chippewa Valley Egg Conference over at Chippewa Valley Technical College. That's at the Energy Education Center. Some of us remember that as the West Campus. And uh, that's a full-day conference with a bunch of high-powered keynote speakers and some great breakout sessions. Get a hold of Chippewa Valley Technical College or Security Financial Bank for registration for that program. And also coming up, I want to mention a big ro- building or dairy future robotic robotic milking systems performance and efficiency program that's coming up on the 21st, Tuesday the 21st at Abbotsford City Hall. There's a registration and pre-registration cost for that that they'd like you to have, but that's going to be a great meeting about the latest in robotic milking systems for farms of all sizes. So get a hold of your local UW Extension agent in Wood County, Clark County, uh, Marathon County, 
or Taylor County, and they'll tell you all about that meeting. Well, that wraps it up. We're going to wash the equipment here at Wax 104.5 with the Midwest Farm Report. Whatever you do out there today, folks, be careful doing it. It's a little tricky. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. The all-new 2020 Subaru Legacy has arrived at Chilson Subaru. Visit us on the web at chilsonmotors.com. Wax 104.5.